and welcome to this week's episode of Sipping and Spilling with Suze. Today I'm joined with Lara from Paris and this week we're talking about Paris life and Erasmus and all the things that go with that. Yeah, exciting. Would you like to give a bit of background info about yourself there, Lara? Okay, so I'm currently studying in Paris. I'm at HEC. So it's a good bit outside of Paris, actually. It's kind of like close to Versailles. But I live in the centre of Paris. So I live in the fifth RG Savant at the minute. But I've also lived in the sixth. And I left. I'm only here for one semester now. And I study business and economics. So I'm studying the same here. And it's all through English for me. Nice. Does the college you're in also do French courses? As in, do they? It does, yeah. There are modules done through French as well because the majority of students would be French. Yeah. Uh, And it's kind of like random electives that aren't like business related. Like you could take like Shakespeare electives if you wanted to or you could do, uh, there was like geopolitics of Antarctica and stuff you could have taken. Who knew there Um, was geopolitics of Antarctica? Yeah, exactly. Um, But like it is like, it is just a business school. Like they don't do anything else. It's mainly a master's school actually. Oh. Um, Yeah, so like I think just with the, you're kind of choked into it as an exchange student into some master's courses because you're like, as in if you're a native English speaker. Yeah, they can't just chuck you in because like your level of English is like good enough to like cope with what's happening in the class. So yeah, it's it's definitely a lot more work than than at home. I'm I'm very busy now at the minute. I have exams in two weeks, and their semesters are really short. So I've one now for like I've just done six weeks of one. And was that the semester? The six weeks? Yeah, yeah. Like one week of that now, I had like midterm kind of thing. I have six weeks of class, and then I have exams the week after that. And then I completely changed modules. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I only know this, the way just my timetable works out is I've, I'm doing more credits this semester, so I have a really busy semester this semester, but then I've only four modules the next semester. So I have Wednesdays and Thursdays off next semester, and, like, only one class a day. Oh, nice. You can go, mm. you can go for picnics. Yeah, and the weather be nicer and stuff. Like, I know here, at the minute, it's it's all right weather, actually. Like, we had a few nice days where it was, like, 20 degrees, and I got a bit excited, and then I went back down to eight. Like, we were kind of put in our box, like, put back in our place. <laughs> um, so, they were like, no, no weather for you. Um, so, yeah, that was that then. It's raining now the rest of the week here, though. So, it kind of, I suppose it kind of suits us. I think we're all doing something for Paddy's Day. Like, where I think we're all going to all leave for your, for your followers. Uh, I'm living for the in, listeners, um, yeah. For the listeners here, I'm living in um like the Irish Cultural Centre in Paris. So like we all, it's kind of like just normal student accommodation. Like we all have a room and a bathroom, and then we share a kitchen. So like it kind of means you can't. There is like common areas and stuff, but like it's not. You, you can't really like you can't have people from ex like from outside of the. You can't really have guests. Yeah, you can't really have guests, and I think they kind of their security, um in the centre at all times like there's a security guard at the door 24-7 so um, yeah like you can't really get up to too much so I think we're all going to get an Airbnb just a bit outside of Paris but I think at the minute because so many of us are going it's working out about 20 year ahead which is very good oh that's great I know because Helen was living in Montrose last year yeah and I remember there was always a security guard in Montrose but like they never cared they didn't say anything to anyone about going in and out of Montrose. See, I think with COVID, they give a bit more of a Oh, shift. yeah. I, I think, like, in general, like, they don't. But, like, 
I don't know. I think I think the COVID, the only people who really care about COVID here anyway are the security guards. Like they have a very relaxed approach to COVID over here. Like as in no social distancing. Like, you have to wear masks outdoors all the time. Yeah. But like there's no social distancing ever. And like all the, you know the way like when you go on the bus and stuff and there's certain seats you can't sit in. Like, yeah. You can sit in every seat here. Like we went to Bordeaux on the weekend. I don't know if I was telling you but for Sophie's birthday we went to yeah. Bordeaux. And we got the train back, and it was, like, packed. Like, as oh, in, wow. Like, it was packed above, like, normal capacity anyway. Okay. And, like, there would have been a lot of people for normal times. You would have been like, ew, this train's a bit gank. But, like, and then with COVID, we actually, like, I don't know, I, I'm a lot more, like, okay about it since I've had COVID. Yeah, because you're kind of like, I'm immune now. Yeah, like, I get, I kind of get the rest of, of my friends trip out of it anyway. Well, just for the British variant, but, like, I feel like that's the main the main one here anyway yeah i like it's the fact you've just tell you what variant you have i like the fact you've added yourself as someone who has had covid well yeah like you seen like I, I don't know like you kind of just have to it's not really an embarrassing thing anymore um i feel like there definitely is a bit of a stick about it like people are like oh you got covid oh. i think it's more like oh my god if someone gave you covid you're like oh you gave me covid yeah yeah um i was four days in paris when i got covid and I, like, had it coming. I brought it from home, like... Nice. Like, my 98-year-old granddad, we think. Like, we're not sure. Like, he had a cough. And Aoife saw him. And that was the only person Aoife saw. And she got COVID. Yeah. So he kind of, like, we've told him since that, like, he's probably had COVID. And he just doesn't believe us. Like, he's like, yeah, sure, I had COVID. You know, we're like, but you probably, like, you really probably did. We just didn't cough, you know? Yeah. Because we th- because he's 98, we thought he'd be a lot sicker with it. Like, he literally had a side cough. Yeah, but your granddad's like big strong man. Mm. Well, I mean, he's about five five three. But if that if that is the, the I mean, criteria for big strong man, yeah. I'm I'm five three, and I consider myself to be a big strong man. So yeah. Yeah, I think Eddie's an extra small. <laughs> <laughs> he's a petite. He's he's petite. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so. I think, and then I told Eva like, I was like, oh, I'm coming to Paris. Like, I actually don't want any form of illness at all. Yeah. So, like, stay away from me. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> but I was like, just stay away from me. I'm moving away for five months and you won't see me. Just don't come near me. Um, and she didn't, to be fair. Um, and then on Sunday night, when yeah. we were all, like, hugging goodbye, that's when I got it. And nice. I know because, like, anyone I saw Saturday doesn't have it. Yeah, like I didn't get it. Yeah, and I was in your house, so. Yeah. So, Lara, what uh, are you should sipping? Should we tell them how to say my goodbye? What am I sipping? Green tea. Green tea. I oh, lovely. Very exciting. I'm having, I'm having such a wild time in Erasmus. Yeah, wild nights in. Yeah. Well, sure, I had to, to have my, my wear. What's the word? I had to have my, like, what what is the word like my whereabouts my wits about me wait, wait, yeah wait, your wits about you your <laughs> whereabouts I have to have my whereabouts my wits about me for this for yeah the, I'm gonna interrogate you yeah yeah I'm expecting did you actually did you watch um Oprah interview Meghan and Harry oh I actually oh, oh I, I watched snippets I didn't watch yeah. the whole thing that's what I was expecting this to be like I mean like, I literally <laughs> sit down in a nice big garden you don't have to be too deep with me. Uh, like, I'm sitting on my green carpet, so that can be the garden. Um, yeah. But I don't expect you to, you know, divulge your, you know, deepest yeah. thoughts. 
it was a lot to be fair yeah yeah i was like i mean fair play to them i just have zero interest in it because um ever since they got married on my birthday i just <laughs> i've no time for them it took a day, yeah. yeah like they got married on sue's miss and there's just there's no need for that so no, they should have known. They should have known. Yeah, so yeah. I just don't care about the royals, really. Yeah, that's fair. Awful scandal, though, anyway. Yeah. I mean, okay. though, with the whole, like, people being like, oh, what if the baby comes out black? Oh, God, you know. That's not surprising. Like, it's not surprising that there are racists in the royal family. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. She said it wasn't Philip, though. Yeah, but that's, like, he's an but, old like, man. He's his first like he's so like well known which is awful yeah that he's so well known for something and it's still like he's not really in the public eye anymore but was in the public eye for so long and was like renowned for being extremely racist so it's like yeah. it's kind of like it's just their status really protects them oh yeah 100 yeah i feel like this is very topical now isn't it yeah look at us <laughs> we're like we're like uh talk show hosts being like yeah. and the current day news is Oh, Piers, Piers Morgan has left. Good morning, Britain. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Well, well, I reckon he got fired. They can't really fire him, but I'd say they were like, get away. Yeah. Well, he walked off set this morning and... I mean, I don't know the whole story, but fair play Neither to... Neither do I know. I Good morning. He, he, was, he was let go anyway. Yeah. So, I don't think that's a loss. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think they might they might get on a bit better without Pierce Morgan there. Yeah, it might be less uh, controversial. Uh, yeah, again, a man with very... Um, strong views. Strong, strong views. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's going to be... He's going to be... I don't think he's going to be missed there. No, I don't think so. He'll just have to go back on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I had no idea what... Like, when I first watched Britain's Got Talent, I had no idea who he was. yeah. And now I just don't understand why he was ever on Britain's Got Talent. Yeah, I don't understand what he can offer as a mentor. I think it was just <laughs> that he was really mean. So they were like, oh, he'll be gas. But like, Simon for that, you know? And he was actually often a lot nicer than Simon. So I don't really know what his role was. Um. Yeah, because he wasn't really the Louis Walsh, was he? You know? No. He wasn't bigging people up. He wasn't like... Yeah, Louis Walsh, what a man. Yeah. Yeah. Love him dearly. Bring back Louis Walsh, 2021. Oh, why is he up today, like? I don't know. Does he live in Ireland or does he live in the UK? I'll, I'll have a quick Google there. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> do Walsh. some research. Okay. Louis Walsh currently. Do you feel like that'll give, him, give me like, uh, an insight? Yeah, that'll give us his current updates. Okay, so Louis Walsh, latest news. Okay. It's actually in the Mirror UK, like Louis Walsh, latest news. Like, it's actually a thing. Okay. Well, you see, we're on topic. Insight. People care about him. Yeah, okay, wait. He's paid off the X Factor, so he's not doing too. Um, okay, like nothing about him, really. Oh. It's just kind of who Louis Walsh is. So it's really, I think he's took the money that he got for being paid off the X Factor and just kind of went. Yeah, he's probably he's just. Old now, Louis, isn't he? In my mind, Louis was always old. Bet, guess how old he is. Um, 64? 68. Oh, I was so close. So he's retired. Yeah, well, fair enough. And he, he's uh, five foot seven. Oh, no, that's a big that's a big man then. If your granddad's a big man, then that's yeah, a big man. A, yeah, if we're, if we're, you know, measuring everyone against my granddad, he is tall. Yeah. 
So, yeah, that's, that's what Louis is up to. Yeah, this podcast is taking a real turn. <laughs> yeah, everybody comes on and they're like, okay, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, we're, it's going to go off topic. And everyone's like, no, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll stay on topic. And it always ends up at Louis Walsh. It always ends yeah, up at Louis Walsh. People are always like, so, Suzanne, what do you think's going on with Louis Walsh? Um, yeah. Yeah. It's something you think about, isn't it? Yeah, I mean. Louis. Louis. Oh, Louis. Love of my life, Louis. You name your firstborn Louis Walsh. I'll name my firstborn Louis Walsh. Louis, though. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a Just French a accent there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So how long have you actually been in France? I've been in France since the 25th of January, so almost two months now. Jesus. Well, no. No, that's like, over two months. months. No, it's not. Oh, sorry. Really... No. I always count... If something is happens in February, I'm always like, that's two months. No, no, it's, it's like two, one and a half months, I think. Do you feel like a local? Do you feel like a native? Oh, yeah, yeah, because I can speak so much French. I can do, I can do like, the basics in a more convincing accent now, but that is, like, that is the height of my French. Will you give us a, a go of your French accent there? Uh, okay, so I go into a shop and I'm like, oh, bonjour, instead of bonjour, so, you know that is and then I leave I leave the shop and I say bonjourne and that is that is the height of my French I sometimes ask for a baguette I go un baguette you play ooh that's, très yeah. bien ooh that, that is all I literally can't say anything if they ask me anything other than like if they ask me anything else on top of that I'm like what yeah fair like, enough they might ask if I want a bag as long as they hear sack at the end of the sentence I know what that is but um yeah Remember how I was? Remember how I was learning French on Duolingo because I was like, I'm gonna get to visit Lara, and then they were like, There's no visits to France. Yeah. So I gave up on my Duolingo, but when as soon as they're like, you can go visit Lara in France, as soon as Cotish Leo Varadkar says I can go visit Lara, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna get back on Duolingo, but currently the bird is just. It's kind of like insulting me. It's like, surely you're not too busy to spare five minutes for French. And I'm like, don't come for me right now. I am. Yeah, I'm really busy, duo. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I get emails as well. Like, I downloaded Duolingo as well. And I was like, oh, I'll learn a bit of French before I go. And I keep getting emails telling me duo is sad. Duo is sad. Yeah. I'm like, duo, I'm sad. I can't be responsible for your sadness too. Yeah, no, um, I don't know, I kind of just, like, I did enrol in a French module here, actually, but I'm already doing 30 credits, and that was another six credits, so I was like, oh, feck it. Yeah, gross. I, like, I can't, I can't be doing that. Um, so, yeah, I, that was the end of my French-speaking, my French-language learning here. I was in the class, like, you have to take, you have to take a test, actually, before you come on Rasmus, to see what your language skills are like, right? Okay. I obviously have the most basic French language skills and I can't see how there'd be any improvement when I leave. Like, it's quite hard, like, as in, just, like, you don't really have any interaction when you're not in college. Yeah. Like, actually, they're trying to, sorry, they are trying to get us, I could go into college if I wanted to. What's stopping you? Uh, It's, what's stopping me is the cost to getting out there and the length of time. And, like, I've, like, the classes I'd be going out for are all on Monday. And I just don't really know how to get about the place. I have nobody else that I would know in my class. Oh, okay. Um, it was just, I don't know, like, I don't need to go out. So I'm like, ah. Uh. Like, it costs you, like, I think it's 22 euro return. 
Oh, ew, that's so expensive. Well, yeah, I could get like a, a student leap card for the month, right? And that'd be 70 euro for any form of transport in Paris. Yeah. So like that works out quite well. It does, yeah. Um, but Charles, I don't get any public transport, you know? Yeah, because you're in like, you're in the heart of Paris. So like you don't really need yeah. it. Um, it's kind of only like when you're bringing back your groceries that you're like, oh, I actually can't carry it. You know, like you'll walk like 20 minutes to the grocery store. Yeah. And then like, um, you just can't carry it back then. And then you're like, you bought, you bought your orange juice, you bought your milk, you, you've bought whatever else you bought. You bought Zoos. What's your <laughs> usual grocery haul? Um, so myself and Ali, we originally like lived on Rue Ren. And we just had the apartment between the two of us. And, like, on a Saturday... See, everything shuts here on a Sunday, which is a bit annoying. It's um, God's Day, Larry. Get used to it. It's God's Day. But they're, they're supposed to be second. I don't know. It all shuts on a Sunday, anyway. You can't, like, do anything. Like, you can go on a nice walk or something. It's a nice lifestyle, I'm sure. You know, for, like, retail workers, you know, they always have their Sunday off. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so we go, like... Oh, I don't know. We kind of go on a Thursday or something. And we lived quite close to a little... And, like the food in France is actually quite expensive. Like I came over here and I was like thinking it'd be way cheaper. Yeah. Um, than it is. But like meat is actually extortionate here. I don't know what it is. And the same with veg. Veg is really expensive as well. I um, remember when you were going over, you were like, I'm going to go veggie or try and vegan. be as vegan as I can be. To be honest, I have been because um, I can't afford meat. <laughs> like, Fair enough. You know, like through no fault of my own, I am like being a more sustainable lifestyle over here do you know what I mean I'm shopping in vintage shops if I am shopping yeah because I cannot afford mainstream like it's literally my budget has made me my my minimal budget has made me kind of sustainable your adjusted budget my adjusted budget yeah which is minimal yeah it is um well just because when you went over you were you know big spender Lara Byrne I was, yeah. And you know what? I also thought I could be big spender Larburn in Paris to an extent because yeah. I thought, right, so I had a bit of a mare at the Erasmus grant. So I thought I was getting €900 Euro more than I am. Jesus, that's... I thought, I, you know, I read I read 2,100. I'm sorry, I read 1,200 as 2,100. That's something I would do. So don't don't feel bad about yourself. But like it's upsetting you know like I was like Jesus I could definitely come home from this with money you know or I could do something really nice yeah. or you know get myself a few nice bits over here because like the shopping does not even compare to Dublin it's absolutely insane it's the best shopping ever but I cannot engage in it to the way I would like to you know what I mean yeah but yeah so what was I what was I saying <laughs> I asked you what your usual grocery haul is yeah so I Sometimes, if you go to Little, you can get cheap chicken. But the chicken's kind of watery over here. I feel like they pump it with stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess. So I'll go in, I'll get my soy milk. Mainly veg. Like, I'll always get my peppers, my onions. Um, garlic powder has become my best friend over here. Oh, um, so good. You know. Yeah. But nothing beats handy. the fresh stuff. Nothing beats the fresh stuff, no. But the fresh stuff is bleeding expensive over here. So the price, the price of the, um, the powder yolk does the job. Um, what else? It's just, to be honest, it's just mainly veg. Hummus. I get a bit of hummus. Um, I usually get, like, just oats. Kind of, like, you have your porridge every day. Eggs aren't too bad. You can get eggs for a decent enough price. I don't know. This week, I didn't actually go out a little because it's a bit more of a trek from where we live now. Yeah. So, I just, there's, like, a Franc Prix and a Carrefour around the corner. And there, I would say, in terms of Irish shops, they're kind of, like, a dunce. Okay. 
yeah, that's how I would describe it. And what what um, what do you think about Duns? I feel like see like Duns obviously more expensive than your little your Aldi your Tesco. Yeah, like, I feel like Duns the super value are kind of there, and then Marks and Spencers are like up a, a notch again. I was shopping in Marks and Spencers today, just just putting that oh, out yeah. there. Yeah, rich yeah. bitch. What you get in my M&S? I got some vegan chorizo sausages yolks. See, I feel like they're good for that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'll get some that, you know what I mean? Like, if you're looking for any kind of a weird something, they usually do it. Oh, yeah, if you look for anything that's slightly, like, bougie, that's really obscure, they, they do it. Yeah, well, I actually, sorry, I eat chorizo over here because that's, like, I do, that's cheap. I can get that, and it's actually really, really good. Yeah. So, I eat, I eat that. I So, like, I just went there... So I just got treats. I got. I literally am living off beans, though. I think I was saying it to one of the girls. I was like, all I can afford are beans. So I have kidney beans, chickpeas, more beans, <laughs> more, more, more <laughs> beans. And I literally just have, like, beans or rice. Like, it's actually, like, you know, like, on I'm a Celebrity and they get those, like, shitty portions yeah. of food. That is me. <laughs> that is me for, like, breakfast, lunch, and dinner over here. Sometimes with a bit of treats as well. Are you having yeah. a bit of culture shock? Was it a country? Well, like, yes, I, like, the place, like, I worked in as one, so, like, I got fed there all the time, so, yeah, that's a culture shock. Like, I have gone <laughs> such a luxurious standard of living in terms of food. And, um, also, when you're not buying the groceries as well, you kind of use whatever's in the fridge and you don't think about it too much. Yeah. You're not, you're like, oh, mom bought extra nice mushrooms this week. I'm sure she wants to put them in something, but I also want to put them in my omelette. And you don't really think about it. Or yeah. if you're only getting, like, one or two nice bits every, like, three weeks for yourself in the, like, fruit and veg shop around the corner, like, you don't really think about it too much. But, yeah, it's mainly veg, to be honest. It's mainly veg, pasta. Um, I didn't have an oven. The French don't really do ovens. Oh, no. Um, just because apartments are so small, like, the first place didn't have an oven. Actually, speaking... Here's a bit of scandal for you now, see. So the first apartment, right? Yeah. We, it was a bit, obviously, like, we had to get it for five weeks and then we were able to move in here because two girls were moving home from here, the alley. So we yeah. had to get this place for five weeks and it would, like, obviously going through Airbnb is a more expensive way to rent somewhere for five weeks. Yeah. But, like, it's quite difficult. Like, you're probably, like, is in, in Paris, so you get, like, you pay your rent and then you get... An agent obviously gets that apartment for, for you, and you have to pay them based on the square foot of the apartment. What? Like, that's their fee. Okay. So, to be honest, in Paris, it's obviously not that significant because they're all tiny. Yeah. But, like, that is, like, that'll work itself out over a good few months. It would, But, yeah. like, when you're only doing it for a month, like, that's kind of like, it's not, like, I'd say it could be even more expensive than an Airbnb, if not just the same. And you don't have, like, the hassle of going in it through an agent and all that. So, we were just like, right, got this place. On Rue Durant, lovely apartment. Like, you go in a door off Rue Durant, then you're in a courtyard, and then our apartment was just on the right. And we had lovely neighbours and everything. And um, we had a great time for our five weeks there. You know, like, a really nice location. We were yeah. located beside, like, one of the main subway places in Paris. And then we left, and, like, there was a bit of damage. Like, the only thing, we broke the toilet roll holder off the wall. <gasps> I, like... A scandalous. Oh, I know, it's so scandalous. But, like, I am... Um, but I got, like, wall filler and, I like, put it back into the wall and, like, sand it. It looked grand, you know? You could kind of notice it, but it was grand. So then we... It was the day... A couple of days before we were leaving and I, like, they're really intense about lectures here. So you have to, like, have your camera on if, like... Because being present is part of your mark. Yeah. And, like, discussing things in class. So, like, you had to... You had to be there anyway. So I, like 
texted the Airbnb host and I was like, here, is it okay if we leave at 10 past 11? I finish my lecture then and I have to be present instead of 10. And they were like, yeah, leave whenever you want, right? So then um, the day comes and we're leaving. And right, it's about... I actually, my lecture got moved to the Wednesday instead of the Monday, so it worked out well. So we were just cleaning the apartment and stuff. You know, like, you had to strip the beds and the towels and put them in the shower and, you know, give it a hoover and kind of clean up anything and put everything in the dishwasher that was dirty and stuff. And then at about 20 past 10, the cleaner knocks in and she's like, oh, like, you're supposed to be gone. And I was like, well, Federic said we could, um, we could stay, you know, like, he kind of said whatever. And she was like, oh, he didn't tell me this. And I and she was like, oh, I'll give you 10 minutes. So we were out, like, to be fair, I think we were out in, like, 15 yeah, and that was that. Got an Uber over to the new places. So like the Uber, have an Uber is dead handy. To be honest, it was like six euro. You oh know, wow! Like a big, it was like a big van of a thing because you had to bring all your suitcases. So then we got that over, and then about myself and Ali are going over to get. There's a shop called Hema here. It's kind of like Tiger but better. Okay. And we're going over. It's we're going over to get Sophie's twenty first birthday decorations, and I get an email off the landlord looking for three hundred euro. Right. So I was like, oh, jeez, like they've seen the hole in the wall kind of a thing. Yeah. But um, no, he was absolutely scamming us. He said we left the apartment in such a state they'd get another cleaner in that he never said we could leave, you know, like that we left late and that the tablecloth was missing, right? <gasps> but the neighbours had the tablecloth, so we were like, grand, we'll just drop that back in. Ali had taken a video of the Airbnb apartment and was like we sent it to Airbnb and we're like it's literally spotless and then he literally if he if he like swiped up a message it was very clear yeah. that like he had said leave whenever you want you know so I started calling him I called him twice and I replied to him on, on air like I'm happy to send you on the video proves that like none of your allegations against us are true and he never replied right but i wanted to make sure that like 300 euro couldn't just leave my account you know what i mean yeah so i called airbnb and they're actually very helpful so they act as your mediator then so they they kind of deal with the landlord on your behalf nice and but he never got back to them either but interestingly enough if you ever get a claim after you've had your stay it's only based on your conscience whether you decide to pay it or not. Like they can literally cannot take money out of your account. Oh my! So you okay? So you don't have to pay that even if he's you like. It's literally it's literally based on your conscience whether you go. Oh, I actually did break something or I didn't. You know. Interesting. Yeah, but you know the way I swear all the time people get charged after their Airbnb and they just pay it. Yeah. But like it was more the fact like as in literally none of the thing. If he had said there was a bit of a hole in the wall. I would have been like, here, fair. I will cough up, you know, like there yeah. is. But it's also grand. Like you couldn't repair it any other way than the way I repaired it, you know? Fair play. Bill, Bob the Builder, Lara. Bob the Builder, yeah. So, um, and like I took all of my repair tools with me as well, just so they didn't know I'd done a repair job, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like if I left out wall failure, they would have been like, okay, obviously. They'd be like, look where have you filled a wall? Yeah. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, they didn't. So we're all good. Like, the lady in Airbnb got back to me and she was like, yeah, no, he hasn't got back to me, but, like, he literally can't take the money out of your account. So I say that's that. He was kind of, like, pulling a fast one on you because you're young girls. Yeah. And I was like, tea. But, um, yeah, Airbnbs were very good. But I just thought that was interesting. You know, like, all the time people come looking for money afterwards, but, like, yeah. you literally don't have to pay that unless you want to. Shame on Frederic. Yeah, I know. And it had really good reviews. Like, it had nothing about that. So, like, um, what's it called? Like, Ali's mom was like, oh, you should leave a review kind of a thing and just to warn people. But I'm scared he's going to come after me again. Like, I'm scared. Like, I could also, like, live without that review because he will review me. Yeah. 
Oh, but I, I don't know if I can get, like, rid of his review if he gives a really bad review, but I could just also make another Airbnb account, you know? Yeah. I'm sure you could contact the people at Airbnb and be like, guys, he's lying. Yeah, like, they know about it, so. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not the biggest thing in the world, <laughs> like, my Airbnb and the defamation of the <laughs> Airbnb. But, I, you know, just when you're looking to book another ship, I am, and they're like, ew, state, and, like, this one leaves it in a bit of a jock kind of a thing. Yeah. I thought that was interesting but like it was all sorted within the hour as in like Airbnb were like yeah no we'll get on to it for you we'll sort that out fair play Airbnb yeah because you can't send a video over like Airbnb message so you have to email it to them and they review it and like you know so yeah that was that anyway that was that this week's scandal Um, I'm not minus 300 euro so thank god we can buy another Burberry coat yeah well actually I got that for a very like as in I was in, there's a shop called Citadium in Paris, it's really, really good, and it's in... Wait, what's it called? Citadium. Citadium. Yeah. Okay. And, I don't know how the parents say it, but that would be, I could see, yeah, I don't know, I've said it to people and they've known what I'm on about, anyway. And they have, um, it's kind of like, it's loads of different brands, anyway, but there's a big one at Saint Lazare. It's like four or five floors. Uh, four or five floors. <laughs> <laughs> four or five floors, please. Four <laughs> But four or five floors anyway, and like, um, there's a really nice vintage section on one of the floors. So I was having a look, I picked up this coat, and it was a lovely Burberry trench, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, I really like it, I really like it, but it was, it was scandalously expensive. Yeah, scandalously. Okay. Absolutely. But I bought it. I, I thought I had way more money than I did, right? Yeah. Because I was like, look, I'll have this forever, and it'll be passed on to generations of, of burns to come, and it'll all be grand. You're also like the biggest shopaholic I know. Yeah, I think it's just because I like I needed my fix. Like it, it had been a while. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I bought it and then no, like I literally returned it the day later. I was like, hop on. So then, because Sophie was saying to me, she got hers on Depop for like one fifteen. Oh, nice. Which is really good. So I was like, right, I'm hitting Depop on Vintage, and then I ended up getting one for like the same price, but in euros. So yeah, nice. up. fair play. Yeah, so this, I did it, I did it on Vinted in the end. That seems to be what they use in France a bit more. Okay. So, yeah, really handy. Um, I did it, the lady was attending, so Google translated myself for good mate. And, yeah, then it was, it was here really quickly, actually. It took, like, three days. So, and then you leave review, like, as in, like, Depop, you leave reviews for each other. Okay, so nice. So, she got me a nice review for yeah, so um, I think she was just like send me a picture of it, of you in it, which is a bit weird. I was like, okay, I don't. That's oh, you don't need to do that. no thanks. I think she meant it in a nice, you know, like she wanted to see her coach, yeah. you know. Yeah, I get what she means, but I was like, oh, we're not friends after you. Like, well, I don't know you like that Italian lady. Yeah, Rita was her name. Oh, Rita. Mm, I don't know how I feel about Rita's. I've met <laughs> one bad apple called Rita, and I just. It's kind of changed the name for you. Yeah, now, it's ruined them all for me. Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. fair enough. But yeah, that's me. I it's kind of I kind of got that because I was like, okay, that's my twenty first birthday present to myself. You know, loads of people gave me bits to kind of get yeah. something nice from them. to treat yourself. So I was like, okay. Exactly. So I was like, that's my nice, my nice bit. So, nice. Yeah, I I can't buy anything else for the rest of ours now, so I'd want to get my wear of it. Yeah, but you would. It, I, I actually didn't have a coat for, like, kind of, like, I have the big, long puffer trench. Yeah. I have another puffer, and then I have my black laser, kind of like a long blazer. Oh, yeah. My leather, it's kind of like, I can't, it's kind of too warm to wear the puffers now, and then you can only wear a black chile with so much, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I was just like, I do, I'm in need of like a kind of in-betweeny coat, you know? Yeah. If basically, if I want to wear anything, you know, like, because the other two things were black. So if I wanted to wear like navy or colours, that didn't go as nice with black, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, that's how, that's how I justify it to myself and everyone who asks me why I spent money when I don't have it. That's how I justify it. Sure. I never, I never criticise you. <laughs> You just make me aware of my... Yeah, life. I'm just like, Lara, you're spending so much money that you don't have, but go for it. Fair play. Well, no, to be fair, I think Paris has definitely made me better with money, you know? Me <laughs> saying that I have to buy a trench, but... Um, I think I, everyone upon moving out gets better with money. True, true. Like, as in, I live off, like... You live off beans and rice. Yeah, but, like, that still comes to about, like, 75 euro a week. Beans and rice comes to seventy five euro a week. Don't like as in like serious like I'm living off one of the most minimal budgets here. Like a lot of people are, are like a hundred euro a week, hundred and fifty. Okay. Just as in like especially kind of with picnics and stuff, you always have to bring stuff. You can't bring beans and rice to a picnic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you kind of have to bring like some nice charcuterie board bits. And to be honest, groceries are so expensive. Like, your beans and your rice add up. So, like, I'd spend about, like, I think this week I did quite a a minimal shop. But I, I'd say I'd say I'd end up spending, like, like 30 to 35 euro a week on your groceries. Yeah. And then just kind of, like, sending postcards, um, printing out pictures, um, kind of getting the odd coffee. Oh, yeah. Um, it all adds up. It all adds up, yeah. You know, picking up one or two, you know, like, kind of, like a pen. That kind of thing, you know, when you, you're going to get your, your notebooks for college and stuff, like, yeah. that adds up. It's that kind of a thing. It's kind of like you're constantly getting notebooks and, like, different things for college and, you know. Um, there's loads of people doing, like, running things at home. Like, you're donating to them and stuff. Yeah, that's so. true. Everyone's doing charity things here in Ireland. Yeah, so, like, you're donating to them and, you know, um, it all adds up. You know, like, if you do, like, two of those, that's 20 euro out of your 75 euro budget. And then that's, you know, that's a good bit. You're yeah. not 50 for your groceries or 35, that's 20 euro to get your pants, you know. So, yeah, that's uh, that's how we, that's how you fly through your budget in Paris. It's, to be honest, it's quite an expensive place to live. Yeah. Like, you, you, you need to have your savings done to, to come over anyway. You but need to be on COVID payment for at least three months before you go over. There's people here who would still be honest, like... There, like, there's nobody who checks that you're, you know, like, because nothing's opening in Ireland and nothing's opening for a good while, so you can just yeah. remain on the payment. And nobody's to know, nobody's any the wiser, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they don't check you in Dublin Airport or anything. Yeah, well, so, how would they? Like, how would they know? Hmm, I don't know. How would they know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think, do you remember during the summer, so people who went, went to, like, red list countries were kicked off COVID payment? Yeah, I have no idea how that worked. I, I think that's because they told them that they were going away. That, I don't know. I'm off it anyway. Oh, okay. Lara the Saint over there off her COVID payment. <laughs> it was hard. I really miss it, to be honest. Like, if I could go back, I would. If you could go back on it, you could afford a nice Burberry coat. But the one I have, I think, is nice. Fine, you could <laughs> afford two nice Burberry coats. Yeah. One for me, one for you. Yeah. Um, I could afford more than beans, maybe. Um. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you could maybe afford to, you know, feed yourself properly. Yeah, oh, I get really tired, but I, I don't know if that's an, like, um, an after effect of having COVID, you know, the fatigue. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that was my main symptom when I had it, but I also was like, is it just because all I eat is beans? Is it because you're basically starving yourself? Well, I wouldn't go that far. It's like three portions of beans and rice. Sometimes, sorry, I'll get my baguette as well. I'll have my... my oh, well, you need the baguette, like. Yeah, 
yeah, that's the purpose of living here, like. Like, it's un-French of you not to have a baguette. Yeah, I could eat, like, as a Jewish at home, like, you'd get a baguette in the house and you'll maybe have one bit of it. No. And then... My family, like, like eat a, an entire baguette in an hour. Yeah, your family, I eat an entire baguette in one hour as well. Oh, You okay. know, it, it's just so good over here, though. Like, you can't... I try to think, like, maybe Bread 41 in Dublin, that kind of, like, but that's their, like, level everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Oh, right. Okay. So yeah. I understand now why you're, you know, getting through a whole baguette in an hour it's so like literally baguette olive oil oh yum yeah no it's uh it's a shame all right oh there's loads of people here like i came into the cultural center and i was eating baguette and olive oil and loads of people were looking at me and i was like what this is like the french this is how the french do it I'm yeah welcome just, to paris you know? guys yeah they're like oh, i've never seen anyone do that and i was just like do i was like that's all we see people do i don't know i was a bit confused but i guess i'm just so cultured now they probably thought you were a french person or like why is she living here yeah oh i'm sure i'm sure when they heard me um it's it's really all like they'll you'll go in you'll say bonjour and they literally say hello to you back they just know straight away you can't speak <laughs> It's so embarrassing. Or sometimes you'll try with them and then they'll be like, I don't know. Like, in my um, in my marketing class the other day, I read something out, right? Like, I was reading my presentation. And, like, I don't know. I think I talk a bit fast in general. And then, like, when you're reading something out in front of a class, I think I, like, read faster again. Yeah, you, like, power like, through it. Done. Yeah. And then afterwards, he was just like, um... You know, it was a group presentation. He was like, oh, I couldn't really understand some of you. And I knew exactly who he meant, right? <laughs> And then he was just like, he was took a poll. He's like, can anyone understand Lara's accent, right? To which the, the other students of the class, I feel like they were a bit awkward about answering that. But um, <laughs> they were kind of like, oh, it's more like the pace at which she talks. But I was just like, why is there a poll for this? Yeah, then, why are we discussing this, guys? And then after, afterwards, in all the other presentations, he kept being like, oh, I understood that one now. And I was like, I get it, Mark. <laughs> Like, okay, Mark, I get it. Jeez, I'm sorry. But he also could have just said, Lara, could you just do that again? Or could you say it, you know, different? You know, could you slow down? Like, it wouldn't yeah. have been that big of a deal. Like, I don't know. He only gave us three minutes to pitch. You've got to get everything in. you so, got to go fast, yeah. Yeah, you do. You do. Um, But, like, the same thing happened. Like, I had a green project the other night, and I was reading out my part of it. And then afterwards, they were all just kind of looking at me. And I was like, oh, it was really bad. Like, as if have I, like, completely missed the point here. Yeah, and they're like, no, like we just literally couldn't understand it because of how fast you were speaking, and I was like, right, sorry, my bad. Yeah, I feel like sometimes it's the like as in you forget like where's like grand and stuff. I'm always like, oh yeah, that's grand, and they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, I think I said, oh, like that's a bit of a dose or something one of the days, or like that's a bit of a mayor, and they were like, dose. Oh well, in fairness, like as yeah, like as in. Oh, it's just something you you know you forget, especially when you're living with Irish people all the time as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not yeah, yeah you're not expanding so. your cultural horizons. Yeah, I remember it was like oh you like make sure you make friends that aren't Irish like that's like one of the cooler parts of Erasmus as well that you really get to meet people everywhere. And I was like, yeah, obviously I'll try, but like I don't understand how. Yeah, you know, when like you're not, when you're in college. I've met two German girls actually and our neighbours were English we know a few English people but like I feel like that's not what people meant when they said try me <laughs> like well like people. when you think about it like how many Erasmus students do you befriend in like Trinity none yeah so like how do people expect you to make French friends 
the Erasmus trial kind of like click together though like that's what they mean like as in you know oh okay so like you befriend like some Germans some Spanish yeah yeah exactly but like when you're not there a lot of them actually have moved over and stuff as well yeah they're not committing like they were coming from Argentina and someone was from Zimbabwe like it's oh legend college like it's not just like European like it is mainly Italians and Spanish now but like there's loads from everywhere um so they didn't come over because it wasn't supposed to be in person yeah there would have been a lot for them to like come over and pay accommodation just for no reason you know yeah like they're all up at mad hours with the time difference okay like as in i was there's a lad from japan and i looked up like what time it was because the poor lad like we always have our meetings at seven o'clock because there's curfew in france at six right yeah they're kind of get kind of, yeah, time to get in a bit like they don't they're not too strict on curfew like as in kind of if you're out walking you look like you're walking with the purpose and you're not in a group they kind of don't say anything to you yeah um, like I haven't heard of anyone got fi- who has gotten fined anyway. Um, or if you Uber it about, you can kind of get away with it. Yeah. There's a Japanese lad in one of my group projects, and like we always meet at like seven p.m. And it's four a.m. in Japan. <laughs> what? I, I, it's four a.m. Yeah. And he's awake for it. Like he wakes up specifically yeah. for it. I don't know. I haven't asked Yasuke now. That's his name. But I haven't asked him. But I was sitting there. And I was like, Jesus, should we like maybe work out another time for these people? Or is that their way their clock works now? Because they're up for all the HEC modules. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they're like, no, I I, I do all my work in the middle of the night. Yeah. Because there's quite a few who like haven't commuted from like China, Japan, Korea. You know, and I just looked up Japan because I like um, Yasuke was talking about um, Tokyo. I was like, oh my god, like, I was saying, he's very quirky for 4am, like, if someone was like to me, meet for a group project at 4am, I would, like, I just would never do it. Yeah, I'd be like, oh no, sorry, never, no way. But like, it's mad, so, but like, is in you're trying to do group projects with other people, and like, I don't know, like, they're just so not obliging at all, you know? Yeah. So I was just like, what, what a kind individual. What a nice guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's... So talk that's me through, it. like... Um, your day to day, like your average day to day in Paris. I don't know really. Like I usually, I get up quite early because I usually have like um a good bit of work to do. So like I and I like to leave it to the day off to do. So I'm usually obviously up, like, that's what all good yeah. students do. Yeah. So I'm usually up like or I think just there's so much work. To be honest, you don't really have a choice but to do that. Just because like there's like the mastery aspects of it. Yeah. And I feel like I got stung really badly with the choices that I picked. Like all the rest of them, I have six exams and everyone else is like two max. Oh, so Jesus, I don't know, Lara. Like, how it's worked out like that, but sure look. So I usually get up, um I will go get a baguette in the morning. <laughs> nice. That's what I do. Or I'll just go for a walk, like um I I live beside the Luxembourg Garden, so I usually just go around that. And like sometimes you have your like that's usually from here to the other side of Luxembourg Gardens and back is like 6,000 steps oh very good very good yeah so um, I usually like everyone kind of goes around for their 10,000 like you'll see people like actively roll, like going towards <laughs> that and there's a press near us as well like loads of people go there Um, so yeah that's that like I'll usually do that in the morning then I'll come back make breakfast I think for this morning's breakfast I actually had a really nice one so I did like chorizo mushrooms spinach um, tomatoes Oh, yum. With bread and a poached egg. So it's actually really nice. And I, like, usually there's people to, in, you have, like, breakfast with the people in the kitchen as well. Like, you have a chat and you get to know people that way here. Yeah. 
Um, most of them are Trinity, so you kind of know them anyway. But there's a few from UCC and Queens and Belfast, um, and then like other people who are like here doing their masters or like working here. Yeah. Um, so it's a good mix of people, and then kind of college work. Um, I think we all just kind of go on walks and like shopping and stuff because like none of the like sites are open. Yeah. So you just kind of walk to pretty places, get a coffee, that kind of thing. Um, like the girls from college who don't live there here are literally like a three minute walk down the road. Like, isn't I think we see Sophie and Vicky like every day if not every second day and if we don't it's kind of like we're like oh like how are you it's been so long like it's Aww, kind of like that's nice that's the cute. separation anxiety is real <laughs> so um yeah um i think like you're kind of saving your money towards like um kind of little trips away like we went to bordeaux last weekend how was so, it like it was very nice the french trains they're like they're extra speedy so like it would be six hours to drive from bordeaux to paris but it's only three hours by train oh wow yeah no they're good and it was just kind of like that was the cheapest train option we had like it was 65 euro return but like most of the time it is over 100 because of how efficient it is like yeah you know so we went down we got near B&B now I have to say like the outskirts of Bordeaux are slightly interesting In like the centre lovely like centre like outskirts of Bordeaux give me like slight back of the Jervis vibes oh lovely yeah so the airbnb itself was the lady who ran it was nice but like it was really like back of jervis energy yeah, yeah, yeah. so like um it was nice it was kind of like being home <laughs> <laughs> you know i was like oh because like, we the area we live in in paris just happens to be like uh, like a nice enough area yeah like the, the Parisians were like oh you live in the bourgeoisie area which is it's the exact same as living in Luton, really, Susan. People always say that to you. They're like, "Oh yeah, everyone's always <laughs> like, Suzanne, you're so, you're so fancy, you're so bougie." Yeah. So um, yeah, so that was like that was Bordeaux. We kind of went like we couldn't check into the air. We got the train like at twenty past six in the morning on the Friday, Jesus. and it was Sophie's twenty first. Um, so and we couldn't check into the Airbnb until like five. Okay. So it was like, a long, long day. Um, but we just went shopping. I went into different different little places. Um, they are actually like big vegans down in Bordeaux. Oh, so go like, on Bordeaux! Yeah, I know. So I was able to get some bits. Kind of like I got nutritional yeast. Actually, this is so interesting for everyone. Everyone's like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> my my yeast. mother keeps <laughs> going on about nutritional yeast to me. She's like, she's not. I there's some in the press now. There is some in the press. Have you tried it? I have. Yeah. I just it's really nice but like I'm not putting it on everything like I think my mum I think Avril expects me to put it on everything I put it on it like to be honest that is me now like I'm rallying through that tin I think Avril hears the word nutritional and she's like oh Jesus this would be perfect for Suzanne's recovery this is perfect this is perfect yeah no um it sees loads of B12 yeah what you got because I keep falling asleep and stuff um I was like right maybe if I start taking that that'll help is it helping <laughs> Um, well, that yawn there, I don't know. Um, I mean, I haven't napped since I started taking it. Oh, nice. Fair play. I think it's, I think it's just the way I'm sleeping because, like, I'm so part There's, what you call it, I, the place is really old that I'm living in now. Yeah. So there's mice. Yeah. And they kind of don't do anything about them for quite a while. They kind of go, oh, it's part of the prison experience. And it's just not, like, it's no. just. Nobody it's needs just, that. But it just doesn't need to be part of the prison experience, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm going to go get, like, one of those mouse 
you know, Craft. the things you put into your wallet. Oh, they, yeah. Like, do the beeps and then the my stay away. So I think I'll get one of those. I'll, like, order that off. Apparently Amazon over here is, like, unreal, you know? Yeah. So I'll probably get one of them. See, this is this is where you're, you're part of your 75 euros. That you're you see, yeah, you, you have, like, to, you have to buy your mice repellent. Yeah, mouse preventers. Oh, my English. Your mice yeah, condoms, you know, of course. Yeah, just because, like, you know, like, when you're so immersed in the French language, like I am, when you speak so much French, you sometimes forget. Yeah, it's your bilingual, bilingual problems. Yeah, I know, the struggles, the struggles. How did you find, like, applying for Erasmus and stuff? I think, I don't know, I found it quite grand. Like, I think a lot of people, kind of everyone on my course almost applies to go to Erasmus. Um... So there's two different like application systems. There's one for like college wide exchange, which is like you know leaving Europe, and then the Erasmus one. Yeah. Um, I only applied for Erasmus now. Like I know the other girls applied for college wide, but it's kind of the same process. It's only you get money if you go to, if you go in Europe. Like you are not not getting any financial support really. Yeah. I think Trinity actually do give you some money if you're going college wide, but like not much, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it was just kind of you. It was based on your grades, so they kind of said to you, like, look, these are your options, and, like, you kind of had to know what degree path, in a way, you are kind of doing, um, to make like sure. Like, for fourth year? Yeah, like, kind of, like, have a rough idea of it, anyway. Okay. You know, um, yeah, so I had to get, once, like, getting the offer and stuff was grand, and it was kind of, like, so you just put down wherever you wanted to apply to, and you kind of had to write about why you wanted to go there, why you thought you should be picked, and that kind of thing. You sent that in, that was grand. Were you just like, like, I love baguette? I love I baguette. I had down as number one, actually, because like, <gasps> I did Italian in school, so I, I had, um, oh, what's the name of it? I can't remember the name of it, but like a decent college in Milan, anyway. Clearly you didn't want it enough if you can't remember the name. <laughs> I just, I'm actually so awful with names. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, the name is not coming to me. But, like, a, a really well-known business school. Like, I feel like definitely, like, everyone else would know it kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, everyone else is screaming the name of this college. Um, Me and you were just uh, like, oh, we only know UCD and Trinity, sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, and now I had HTC down number two because you could do, like, I could do two years in Trinity. Yeah. And I could do two years over here, or do three years at Trinity, yeah. slash Erasmus, and then do two years here, I get a master's from here. <gasps> That's awesome. But it, but it only cost me 40 grand, because it's a private college in France. Oh, no, thank you. So I was like, never mind, I'll just go on Erasmus, I'll stick it out for Erasmus, because it's, yeah. like, it's easy to be cool and stuff. So then I got my second option, and um, only three of us come over here from trinity to my specific college but there's loads of people in france like in, yeah. in france as a whole and in paris and then it's kind of like the difficult bit is kind of going like you have to kind of go oh if i was in trinity i would be doing these modules and you just kind of match them up yeah with modules you would do over here that's kind of difficult i remember uh, i think we did that one night in my house i remember one night in my house we got we set loads of stuff up i think that was actually for your modules for fourth year that we were like um, um, yeah. Do these I, I back from fourth year. I yeah. just kind of was like, okay, I need to have these. What is it? What's the names for like qualifying modules? Um, prerequisites. prerequisites yeah. So you need to. I need to have these prerequisites. So I kind of was like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. And then because I do business economics, I needed fifteen business credits and fifteen bit uh, economics credits. Yeah. So I was kind of getting onto the two departments, being like, do these modules count? And then in France, right, like at home. I will never take it for granted again. Trinity make my timetable. I just pick my subjects and then 
it's it's rare that it clashes you know what I mean yeah um, whereas in France I had to make it myself and it was actually so stressful everything everything is on from 4.20 to 7.30 on a Monday oh god so it was quite you know like there was loads of modules I could have picked from but like so many of them were on at the same time yeah like all the economics ones were at the same time so I was like well I can't really do that you know what I mean yeah but I got there in the end um and I I think like just when you get here then it's um it's just kind of filling out a few forms to get your Erasmus grant and then that's that nice like the main the main difficulty was kind of matching up subjects yeah but um I actually was quite lucky like my the college I'm in in France in terms of like helping exchange students out is really good like there's so many people here in the cultural center who've actually cancelled their exchanges or they've like reverted back to like irish college but are doing it from paris because like their college was so difficult to deal with yeah like there was a group from ucc that are supposed to be here for the year they do law and french oh god so they're in nanterre which is kind of a bit outside of paris as well and by their university they were here since september and the university only registered them in like end of december january Oh no! But at that stage, they switched back to UCC, and then they were like, "Oh, well, you can do the next term here." And they were like, "Actually, fuck it, you know, it's been so much stress." Yeah. So it's the same. There was girls here who were doing business and management and DIT. Same thing happened to them with their university. Like so many different universities. It's not just like one university. This is the problem. Yeah. It's like so many universities. So I say that would be something to like maybe if you were thinking about coming on Erasmus, like, checking that out, like, talking to someone who's been or, like, wouldn't know someone who has been. Yeah. Just for that kind of thing, like, as in seeing how feasible it is to, like, sort it out with the admin. Like, definitely in Paris, you'd want to check how easy it is. What's been the best part about being abroad? I'd say living away from home. Oh, stop. You're breaking mine (laughs) and Nora's heart. Yeah, but... Like, as in, I've always, I don't know, I've always wanted to move out in the nicest way possible. Like, it's not like I have a difficult home life. You know, like, I get on with my family very, yeah, Ethan. No, I'll No, but like, I, like, you know, like, I love my family. I just really enjoy independent living. I like making my own dinner. You know, yeah. I like deciding what I'm going to have. Um, I like you, it's just kind of like you go out whenever you want. There's you like, you, you like, like leaving really- your home without having, being asked where you're going. Yeah, that could, like I just really enjoy independent living. Um, yeah, and having my own spaces and stuff. Um, well, you see, I was like, I can't go on Erasmus. My mom needs. To, I need to be with my mom. I need Avril. Yeah, there's some look. It's not for everyone. No. Um, it was definitely. I don't know as well. It, the COVID restrictions are way less severe in Paris. They're trying to shut down Paris. They're trying to like, shut they, down Paris. Still, like, like as in put it into lockdown. Oh, okay. But the health administrator, like, the health administrators are like, oh, come on, like, because there's kind of, like, since I've arrived, there's constantly, like, 20,000 cases a day here, and it's going up. Like, I think it was, like, 26,000 the other day. Jesus. Um, but, yeah, so, like, there's constantly, like, increasing cases, and I think ICU occupancy is, like, 73% or something. Yeah. Um, But they're, like, not willing to go into proper lockdown again. Like, Macron is like, no. Actually, the school beside this place that I live in now is the school that Macron went to. Interesting. And I was like, oh, is that where he met his now wife? You know, like, she was one of his teachers. Yeah. But it's the school he had to move to. Oh, because of the teacher. Sorry, because of his wife. Because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a scandal. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's also a really good school, though. It's kind of like, there's a really good university here called Sciences Po, 
and it's all it's like a political university so that's kind of where it's kind of like the gateway into that school so that's where i would be yeah that is where you would be yes as the political genius that i am yeah um so yeah that's all that's all my crowns stomping around nice i've kind of i've kind of asked you or you've told me all of the points that i wanted to cover okay i mean unless you've got any more crazy stories think so to be honest yeah for me you know the airbnb guy trying to scam you is enough you know yeah i'm not sure how much people want to hear about you vomiting you know yeah maybe not they um what's going on i have one more for you though actually okay i had a group project right yeah like it was for leading organizations there's just four of us in it and i couldn't really get into contact with them and like i was randomly placed in their group we made a whatsapp anyway and we've called yeah. And then one of the lads, Anatole, if that's how you say his name, Anatole, I'm not too sure. Okay. But he was saying to me, he was like, oh, you know, like, we're not into doing that much work over here, you know. And then he was like, I'll send you on the answers, right? Like, don't be stressing about it. We'll kind of meet up the day before, sort it out kind of a thing. And I was like, right, okay. So he sent on the answers because apparently the case study is the same as last term. Yeah. And then I went down to the cell, which is kind of like the common room here. And I was like, oh, um... Yeah, so I went down to the cell and I was like, oh, this lad's actually sending me the answers. Isn't that so nice? You know, like, that's so handy. You know, I don't have to do it. And like, yeah. there's another girl doing the module as well. So I was like, I'll send them on to you. And it's apparently like a known thing. Like, as in, like, they deliberately send exchange students the wrong information here. <gasps> yeah. That's so bad. It's so mean. Like, isn't that the most evil thing you've ever, like, deliberately? So I assume it's because they operate like a, such a strict bell curve in France. Like, your class is ranked. Yeah and um like only so many people can get a's and stuff in your class yeah so like out of 20 people only like two can get an a let's say so like if you give someone the wrong answers that's them like definitely out of the running oh my god and you never think to not trust someone's answers you know no the fact that the fact that he was like we don't like to work hard i was like "Mm, red flag <laughs> no, I don't know if that's a red flag. Well, because you, like, you like the jokes, like. But like you were like the amount of work I have to do for college. Yeah, but I don't know if that's because like I don't know the source really. Do you know? Because I'm sure there's some people in like my college who think that there's a lot more work than I think there is. You know. Oh, there's no work in Bess. Bess is. No, a... there's not. But I'm sure there's people who think there is. Bess is a and... scam. No, but to be fair, if you're doing like politics in through Bess. Oh yeah. That, like that is heavy. I have to. R.I.P. All those people who do politics. R.I.P. For Kelly and her six politics modules. Gross. Master. Yeah, like that was that was rough. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was kind of taken aback by that. But apparently, like they were all like, no, it's like a known thing. Now, to be fair, it's a great project. I don't think he's there to get me in that way, you know. Yeah. But I was like, I'm just gonna be a bit more aware of anything I get sent from now on. Yeah, that's so cheeky. Yeah, but isn't like as in I've never heard of anything like that. Back no, home. oh my god! Imagine if like none of us even like I find. I never even think to do that though. Yeah, and none of us really interact with them. Like we'll say hi, but like I would never be like I'll seek them out so that I can you know give them the wrong answers. Yeah, I was thought I was there, and you're like. Well, no, to be fair, group project, I doubt he is. But I just, I was just like, I'll keep an eye from now on. Because so many people down in the salary are like, yeah, no, I've heard of that. That's crazy. Yeah. 
So like I wouldn't be, but I'm not bothered doing the work anyway. But I'm not bothered to come up with fake answers either. (laughs) I know that is such a hack. Like like, geez, who has the time? Apart apart from Anatone. <laughs> but um, yeah. What if he's a listener? I have a few listeners in France. What if Anatone is a listener and he's like, Can you see who listens? Actually, I can't see who listens. I can just see like inf- information. Like I get the percent. I get like the age bracket that my listeners are. Interesting. I get the countries that they're from. So there's French listening. Yeah. Is that me? Does that count as me? Um, you're you probably do count as one of them, but there's like seven or eight of yous. It's all my Spotify's. <laughs> it's just like creating fake accounts. No, when I said it to when I said it to Fred that I had people like in different countries listening, he was like, "But like, are, surely they're just like made up. Surely those are like bots." And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, R.I.P. Me, roasted." Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I swear, I swear, my dad supports my podcast. Yeah, yeah, ah, for sure. He's just jealous that he hasn't been asked to be a guest. I'm shocked he hasn't been a guest. Yeah, I mean, I'd have him on, but I'm just, I don't know if I can handle an hour and a half of being roasted. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. Maybe, maybe in time to come. Yeah, maybe when I get thicker skin or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's fair. Are you enjoying what? it? Are you enjoying I Paris? Am. I definitely was a bit nervous at first. Yeah. Like, when, because I was like, almost like, don't tell me I'm being recorded, but like, you have to do your intro and stuff. I do, yeah. Otherwise, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, no, it kind of it's definitely easier as you go on. Yeah, I find most people kind of just forget that the mic's there. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, people are like, "Oh my god, what the hell did I say?" And I'm like, "Nothing bad, I swear." Yeah. But I do listen back, and I almost like hear things that like I missed that a person said, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I completely missed them saying that joke to me." Yeah. But yeah. Interesting. I'm so yeah, glad well, that you wanted, not that you wanted to be on the podcast. I'm so glad that you agreed <laughs> to be on the podcast. Yeah, well, like, is it, I think if I was doing something, you'd do it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, yeah. And then I'd dress you up know? in a wig and a fake mustache and I'd do it again. Yeah, do you like, know what I mean? Like, biggest fan, give me your old clothes so I can sell them on my Depop, please. You're essentially just, like, recording one of our phone calls. Yeah. So, like, you know... That, that's how it feels anyway. Aw, that's good. I'm glad you're not like, it feels very torturous. Arvel was like, I feel like I've been prodded. Maybe, maybe it's different in person. Yeah, I think, I think in person, some people find it very like invasive. Or I don't know, maybe it's because we talk, or, I don't know, like maybe it's because we ask so many questions all the time too. So. Yeah, maybe it's because like, <laughs> we're the most, like, I know everything about you, so. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, Arvel. Arvel wasn't a massive fan. I'm gonna have her back though. <laughs> she doesn't have a choice. She'll no, be I'm gonna. I'm gonna promote her knitwear brand. Yeah. Yeah. Icon that she is. Thank you so much for being a guest, Lara. No bother. Thank you no so bother. much to everyone who's listened to um, myself and Lara go on for over an hour about Paris baguettes, Macron, yeah. and all the good stuff. Give it a share, give it a like, follow the pod, and um, thank you, goodbye. Thank you, bye. Thanks. Thanks, bye.